Hey guys, uh, this is my second episode on the average South Asian. And um, if you had listened to the first episode, I think I introduced myself as fangirl. And then, see, I was thinking I'm like this smart ass person, right? I was like, oh, I'll make like a pseudo name for myself and nobody would know who it is and stuff like that. Like, you know, Dr. X, if you watched How I Met Your Mother. But um, <laughs> I obviously hadn't thought through this idea of making podcasts. And so I had not realized that my full name would be up there, right? Like the the average South Asian by so-and-so. And so first I had named this podcast Fangirl, but then I realized that uh, there were like hundreds of others under the same name. So this is just a revamp and I've not launched the podcast yet. So no harm done. And I had spent like a good two days wondering about what I'm going to talk about next. And of course, there's like hundreds of movies I can just deconstruct. Um, maybe not scene by scene, but in a more touchy feelsy way. Like, uh, I think I would prefer to talk about how it made me feel rather than uh, how it was shot. Um, so, and I had, I was Googling all these uh, Tamil movies and I was like, which one do I pick? And then it hit me, right? Uh, why don't I just talk about the touchy-feelsy thing? Um, lol, nothing inappropriate, no pun intended. So um, I'm actually talking about the theme, which is romance. Um, of course, it's been it's not like I'm the first person to talk about romance in Tamil movies. But uh, there was this interesting comparison that I had recently in my head. Um, so if... Uh, if you guys are the same age group, I'm sure you all watched like uh, Vinay Tandi Varvaya. This was in 2010. And I was probably like 15. Yeah, I'm 26 now, so that's 15. When I watched it, I was like, this idiot Karthik, like what, like there's some screw nut bolt wrong in his head. She's clearly not cut out for this relationship. She's clearly not as, um, as like she doesn't have conviction right she's like uh oh, go away from me karthik i love you karthik go away from me karthik. i love you karthik. i'm like Shh, just shut up like and i'm seeing karthik and i'm like what is wrong with this guy um i'm not sure about the remakes or or uh are they called remakes like are they called remakes if they're made by the same director almost in the same year i think i think the telugu version was made like parallelly so okay let's not get into that but uh, so specifically when I'm talking about this movie, um, my mind directly goes to that scene in Central Park where um, she's asking, is there any other girl in your life? And this guy is like beautifully, poetically like describing this woman. And then he says, her name is Jessie. It's you. And you get this beautiful Air Rahman background in the music playing Jessie's land and like, and you're like, oh, my God, that's that's like that's love. But then if you think about it, um, I'm not sure how practical these men who appear in Gautam Menon's movies are. Like, okay, um, it's nice to watch. Uh, later when I um, got into a few, okay, not simultaneously, of course. But uh, when I got into serious relationships myself, I started to realize that um, what you feel for the person can be that intense. It can be that intense in the sense that you know, when he's singing Hosanna and he's saying, why did you break my heart? Here, take my other heart. Or if I had one, I would give it to you so you could break it again. 
I finally understood it maybe like five years later, but I still understood the intensity. But I'm not able to understand how people are not um, like, how can you fall in love with a person who you know isn't going to love you? Okay, that logic doesn't work with me. <laughs> um, let me rephrase that. Uh, so how do you love a person who you know is sort of like they don't have the same interests as you, they don't see life the same way you do, they don't see the relationship the same way you do. It's not even close. Um, and mo- more importantly, how do you stay in that feeling? How, like how do you um, keep yourself afloat in your own head, like thinking, yes, I still love Jesse. Now, that's not to take away anything from people who are like that. And there are many people like uh, Karthik or like Ram from 96 who hold on to that feeling they first had with conviction. But I just wanted to draw a parallel from that from that to the type of relationships we're now having in 2021. So uh, rewind like five decades ago or almost five decades, um, the late 1970s. There were two brilliant movies made by K. Balachandar and C. Rudraya. Okay. Um, these movies, uh, Balachandar made Avargal and C. Rudraya made Avalaparitan. The latter, Avalaparitan, um, see first when I saw the director's name, I admit that I was a bit ageist. I was like, this guy called Rudraya like, sounds like an uncle, probably a grandpa by now. Uh, so it's the late 70s. So what new perspective can he bring to relationships? But I was in for a huge surprise. That's a hugely feminist movie, but uh, I don't want to get into that in this episode. I just want to get into the aspect of romance that he showed, right? So there's this strong, confident woman he portrays um, who is talking about dating and premarital sex uh, with her colleagues, with her boss and all this. And uh, I just felt like it was a more realistic approach to show women having, uh, it's like you find someone you fall in love with or you think you're in love with and that doesn't work out. And you find this other person who might be like a better fit to your personality. But again, you may not be on the same page with many things and you have to move on from there, right? So I wouldn't say the movie had a very particularly happy ending, it, um, but it was surely a, uh, an ending that was more appropriate to 2021 than the movie that came 10 years ago. So that is the kind of shock I had when I started drawing these parallels. And if you take the K. Balachandar movie, Our Girl, it's about, it starts off with a woman in a very problematic marriage. Okay. And she was in a relationship before this marriage with a different person. So the, there are these two men in her life already. And when she leaves the marriage, there is a third person who falls in love with her. So there are three different men in her life simultaneously pining for her attention. And she she makes wrong decisions, I would say. And not all these three men have this um, this unadulterated agenda of just just purely loving her. One of them is an antagonist and he wants the worst to happen to her. But I felt like showing that, showing that, you know, uh, the, a romance doesn't just involve two people. It's not like the universe conspiring to bring two people together or apart. 
there there is a much bigger picture at play there are multiple facets to a person who the other person the significant other half might or might not agree with and that completely makes or breaks a relationship so yeah that was that was the comparison that i wanted to draw for this episode and uh, so, so to start off i didn't want to make my episodes like one or two hours long and like go into a deep focus in any of these movies so i just uh, thought i'd bring like i'd highlight how progressive um relationships have been portrayed even before our time i think my dad would have been a teenager at that point of time so if you're interested you guys should really really check out these two movies um so yeah that's it for today see ya